0: guys we're back happy holidays you know happy thanksgiving to those who celebrate um i ate a bunch of (laughs) fucking turkey how about you
1: i did actually i had a bunch of turkey amanda's family doesn't do corn for thanksgiving do you do corn for thanksgiving
0: Um, sometimes not this year, but I like corn, but I like, so like if somebody makes corn, I I just start making my own elote immediately. I'm like, cover that shit in mayo, put a bunch of spices on it and chili. Even if that's not
1: on the table, like you you request that.
0: I I, I don't care. I will go make it myself in their kitchen.
1: Yeah. excuse me, that might be the bougiest shit I've ever heard you say. Well, I like. I mean, it goes is, with the haircut.
0: Street corn is better than any other corn, any other version of corn possible. Cream corn, pff, I'm put a bunch of fucking chili powder on it. I don't, you know.
1: Well, I, well, it, I think it's the fact that you use that word. I think I know what that word is, but never would have thought of it outside of the menu of uh, the Cheesecake Factory.
0: You live in LA. I was driving I in LA once. Corn? I was living in LA once and I saw a dude running out of a bank. I was like, robbery? No, he was running after the street corn man. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about Was right. he
1: Was he running to rob the street corn man? Because that makes the story more exciting.
0: And then ran back in a bank Is like, can't chase me in here. I'll, I'll say you're a robber. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. And, and then so I, I pulled around the corner. I went street corn man too. It's so good. Mm, street corn. Did, did you run though or did you walk? I was driving a car. So I drove my little ass over there. <laughs> 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 uh, I hope I was driving a little like banana splits car though. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I had, I had a regular show shitty car um <laughs> but yeah, we had fun. You know, it was a good time. Uh, watch some movies. Um, trying to catch up on. I'm so fucking behind, man. People are like you see Oppenheimer yet? And I was like, no, I'm waiting till I can watch it in its perfect format, which is on the back of a plane seat. That's where I want to see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is where I'm going to watch that movie, just despite all you motherfuckers. I'm just going to watch Oppenheimer on a plane on a tiny little screen. That's when I. That's what I like I, it. Um, it. You know, and and gotta say this. Gotta say this. Uh, you know. The, the socials, Facebook, Instagram, X, and YouTube. And if you're watching the YouTube, you can see Max Takeo Biddies today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is wearing a slave Leia shirt and it is phenomenal. It's a slave
1: Leia costume cosplay shirt, so it looks like I'm Leia. And it, if you're looking at the YouTube right now, it's a pretty uncanny likeness, don't you think? Check um, out the check out the caboose.
0: I I think it's creepy that it, the skin tones match.
1: Like <laughs> like
0: it it's so hard to pick a perfect palette to match um, (laughs) pale-ass pink matte. It's true. uh, But the shirt does, man. It looks good. It looks great. Yeah, man. It just
1: goes to show, and I've said this for years, I would look great in a golden bikini. Like I, I've and I seen think,
0: you in Halloween drag. When are you going to do this one? Let's
1: say You've, you've actually seen me in quite a few cost, not just costumes, but clothing. Um, I think I would put a little bit more work into it than princess Leia did too. She was clearly like a prisoner and she didn't want to be there as against her will. But I mean, if you're there, shake it. <laughs> I w- I, would.
0: <laughs> I would. Yeah. Right. See, um, that is funny. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good look, man. So yeah, fo- follow us on all those things. Um, big shout out to everybody who's been hitting up my, uh, air McLean's half hour on X. Um, I hate calling it that, but Hey, that's where you can listen to me live on Saturday mornings. Uh, Matt, you got to join me someday and you will maybe not on a Saturday. Maybe I'm we'll dying it to. Yeah, you need to. It's super fun. I'm turning
1: um, young children into killers at that time in my karate class. So it's otherwise, if thing, I wasn't you know, doing something like for the world, like I'm doing something that will benefit the world as a whole. Otherwise it, I'd be there.
0: Last week we talked about, uh, holiday horror movies. Oh, and, my favorite. Oh, it was so good but like it's funny when when you're on, a, you're on a podcast and we have people who join you and they're talking and you're like guys have you seen this movie and they're like nope and then the whole conversation is mm. like okay okay well what about this movie nope it's like yeah man I've seen a lot of bullshit <laughs> <But> <laughs>
1: I like, also feel like me and you are always on the same wavelength like if, if one of us is from pretty much if one of us is familiar with anything and it's not just a movie but like a type of fucking thing or a specific toy or whatever chances are the other one at least knows of it. If not, Oh, yeah, I had that when I was little, yeah. you know, that you, you are for sure my friend like that, where it's like, I'm like, you guys never remember that game. And they're like, never heard of that. I was like, you know, who would know? Roomy.
0: And that's, that's the thing. I get texts from people being like, hey, what was that movie with that guy? He was a thing in this, this mm-hmm. movie. And I'm like, oh, pack the loops, man. French,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> French
0: movie about a a lion dressed as a, a wolf and uh, Mark Dacascas is in it. And everybody's like, what? How do you know this? And I'm like, I, don't I know.
1: saw that shit in theaters. You know, I saw like, that shit uh, in theaters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and half of what I know is just cause we had a shelf of VHS tapes in the launch pad and I just be like, yeah, I've never right. seen that movie, but we had it. So I'm aware. Yeah, of I it
1: guess the- if you, if you think about how many hours we spent prepping for this show that we didn't yet know we were going to have
0: right? Well, based I
1: mean, on our roomy hood and we haven't lived together in that's what I'm trying years. to make my
0: life, man. Just, it was all prep leading up to this.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's um,
0: right. Let's get on with the show though. We got some good stuff to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ignition sequence start 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 We all engines running lift off. we have a out.
0: All right, welcome to Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron.
1: I'm Matt, boys and eh, girls. Eh, eh,
0: eh, eh. <laughs> uh, one thing I didn't want to mention, Matt, you're one of my only friends who I can be somewhere and be like, "Do you catch that?" And you'd be like, "Yeah." Oh yeah, that. yeah.
1: That's I mean that's how our we've played games. We've made games on the Venice Boardwalk based on that, where it's just like you saw the same exact thing at the same exact second that I did, and yeah. we're both thinking the same thing. We don't even exactly. need to verbally acknowledge.
0: Very it. few people can I do that with because with Kate I'll be like, "Fuck, you did? You, are you fucking seeing what I'm saying?" She's like, "No, what? What? What?" I'm like, don't look. Oh my god! Yeah. Like,
1: there's a, there's a murder yeah. about
0: to go down over there. Those guys are gonna kill each other. Let's yeah, let's watch from a distance. Ooh.
1: Even like Comic Con and shit like that, where you're in a. Sw- Warm of people, yes. Me and Aaron will both see that thing that we turn and look at each other and are like, "All right, we got to talk about that shit at dinner." And that's all. Like our <laughs> eyes say that to each other, and that's uh-huh. all that needs to be said in the moment. And we both saw it. We both, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I didn't think about it, and you are definitely that friend for me more than any other guy or girl that I know.
0: <laughs> right, like, like it's like a it's like a constant game of where, where's Waldo, but you have no clue what Waldo's gonna be. And sure like, ah, <laughs> ah, did you Did you see it we We found. T- it's today's Waldo is a guy who was dressed as a fat Porkins and his pants fell down at Comic-Con. <laughs> we both saw it at the same time Yep, and uh, nobody else seemed to see it, but
1: we it saw kind it. It feels like like God or karma or fate or the universe is like winking at the Rocketeers when that happens. It's oh, like, yeah, I know you guys saw that, right? Cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes it feels like a dog's butthole is winking at the Rocketeers, but you know.
1: <laughs> it's how many inside jokes related to shit like that? Do we just text each other a picture? picture? picture of that like if, if someone was looking over your shoulder and was like, why did Matt text you that? You'd have to explain it and it would be like a 10 minute explanation which would not help them understand no, no, the no. text at all.
0: And and the thing is, the initial thing isn't even that funny. It's the sure. pounding of <laughs> 10 right. years, 10 plus years of friendship where that joke keeps coming up. So now the yeah. joke is immediately hilarious even though the initial reason that joke exists might not even be that funny. I mean, it's, it's kind of funny, but like it's, it's the fact that every time you say it, now it just calls up 15 years of jokes mm-hmm. <laughs> all jokes aside <laughs> Matt, did you ever have a birthday party at charles e cheeses charles entertainment cheeses uh place establishment of entertainment
1: i don't know if i've specifically had a birthday there i guess i'd have to ask my mom but for sure i've been there as a kid countless times like we went for sure i don't remember a specific birthday there but i i'm sure i have at least attended a birthday there
0: and of course we're talking about chuck e cheeses his real name is charles entertainment cheese that's his Uh,
1: legal name.
0: It's his legal name. Uh, (laughs) Back when he was a rat who smoked cigars uh, and it was called Showbiz Pizza at the time. I was doing some research about this. Mm -hmm. Co-founded by the guy who created Atari. Co-founded Atari. The guy who co-founded Atari created the Chuck E. Cheese restaurant. It was called Pizza Time Entertainment. And, you know, he wanted animatronics to entertain children while they ate greasy pizza and put money into video games. Arcade. So, a child casino. Fucking cool.
1: (laughs) 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 I feel like I won then. Don't you?
0: Well, and you look at the old pictures of this, and I don't quite understand what is going on with the band at the early. I'm talking 70s Chuck E. Cheese because mm-hmm. it's got a Western theme, and it's like a, a hound dog with a banjo, get bow. And Chuck E. Cheese is like this shithead barker with a cigar, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you guys, it's somebody's fucking birthday," and they're like, "I didn't get a <laughs> present because it ain't your birthday, nitwits." And
1: birthday. Like,
0: yeah, and you're like, but but, it, but it's like a Jersey accent, which I'm not even mm-hmm. going to attempt. So it's you know, it's like this. Sh- sh- Kitty fucking um, like like mobster rat from Jersey with his crappy backroom entertainment. Um, but next to the dog, there's like
1: a Confederate flag
0: on the wall. Like, is this? Is
1: That's this the weird? birthday party I want.
0: <laughs> like, I saw Green Room. I know how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But then it was bought out by their competitor, um, which was Showbiz Pizza, which had the best band, uh, the Rock of
1: Fire Explosion, which I'm on board with that name
0: with half the band was like space themed. There's like a space dog and he's playing the drums and there's like a space gorilla and he's on a space keyboard and then a bear with a fucking homemade banjo and a cheerleader. And I'm like, well, half your band is ready to rock. And the other half's like, but I mean, like, like the Grateful Dead. Like, what the fuck is going I just on? love
1: I, that was in a golden age of like it's for kids. Kids don't give a fuck.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
1: <laughs> They're like kids are like, I love hillbillies and space people. Great, and then <laughs> and the cheerleader was there for the dads, I guess. <laughs> Shaking it. Um, I should be the one doing that dance. Yeah,
0: it was very weird. Um, their music, music styles. I guess the bear would do a country song, but like, why are all the bands with the raddest names never sound like their name should be like Rock of Fire Explosion? Like that should be some like damn it Dan it Did it? Like I need to throw horns up to that the great dead since I mentioned them rad name your music not has what banjos. you wanted. <laughs> yeah it's all banjos and look i'm a I'm a dead fan I'm a dead head but like mm. I mean I'm down with anything that has a banjo but that name isn't as deserving as badass as it
1: is I get it I I, I think that's right but let me ask you this have you you asked me <clears throat> excuse me and guys I'm sorry we pushed this podcast two days because my whole family was sick and now I'm sick um did you have you been to a animatronically entertained birthday
0: oh I had situation? Kid, if you didn't have one, you suck like fucking
1: period you were an actual hillbilly dog yeah you, yeah, yeah. alright so
0: your dad already had the Confederate flag on. I mean, yeah. was just a, a piece of shit and they were uh, yeah oh dude I remember going to the birthday parties I remember having birthday parties there and they were the best because the dads would give you like 10 bucks worth of Chuck E. Cheese coins yeah you'd go lose all that shit in five minutes playing skee-ball and turtles in time and then come back and like a baller he'd be like half drunk on a second pitcher of beer and be like, here's more token kids and just like scatter them on the table. The kids would go bonkers.
1: You'd be like, I just won 7,000 462 tickets. You'd walk up to the prize counter like a pimp and they'd be like, Here's your whistle, sir. And you'd be like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, and with my leftovers, I got a Chinese finger trap.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna assume that we're we're on board with Chuck E. Cheese and, and places like that as an establishment. Yeah. But let me ask you animatronic entertainment with those guys singing to you on the count of three. I'll say one, two, three, go. Give me a thumbs up if that's if that's your jam and you would take. Sammy there today if they had animatronics singing to you or a thumbs down if you're not going there you don't like that idea Wait, he's deep, uh, if you're not watching on YouTube he's deep in thought
0: I have too many caveats but okay let's let's start go go ahead
1: just get uh, ult- ultimately thumbs up or thumbs down ready one two three go thumbs yeah! up two thumbs up from the Rocketeers
0: um depends on which Chuck E. Cheese because nowadays it's fucking dad rumble force up in those bitches like, like <laughs> people people took way too much advantage of the beer uh, aspect of it that they served in pitchers maybe they stopped serving beer I seem to remember yeah
1: I've been there a couple times for school related fundraisers yeah and the one that I go to I don't actually I don't think they have the animatronics and I, I, I don't just, remember it's just games It's just video games and shit
0: yeah they got rid of the animatronics because that shit's not cool anymore and I'm like
1: uh, excuse me that was the coolest part
0: yeah the fuck they're not um uh, <laughs> I don't know. So so if they had animatronics, yeah, I want Sammy to see animatronics. I want her to see the animatronics before she thinks they're stupid. Damn. But to be old enough to play video games where this like establishment is going to be cool, I don't I think by at this point you're like I've already played Fortnite, all animatronics
1: are stupid. You gave me a dad answer. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: Right? So, you know, I'm down with it. I think there's something cool about it, but I I don't think Sammy's ever going to be in an age where she's like, "Dad, we have better video games at home." Like this is the one time mom's like, "We have video games at home." And the video games at home are like way better than anything. Yeah, yeah. Cause, Cause if you go to a Chuck E. Cheese now, it's like chrono trigger. And you're like, this is like PS1 graphics. <laughs> like you you have a screen as big as my body and you still don't have better graphics than my PS5. Like like we're at a point where, like, remember when those were the baller graphics? Like, like when arcade games? Yeah,
1: yeah, like, yeah. Turtles yeah. in
0: Time was sick shit. Mm-hmm. But still, like, you could have Turtles in Time there all day. I have literally gone to. I was in Vegas and instead of gambling. I went to the pinball museum, which was like, hey, you're gonna lose your money anyway. Why not spend it playing pinball? And I was like, done. Lost a whole bunch of money, but all, all day I'm playing pinball and having a great time. Better than when I'm gambling and I'm stressed out with the money I'm losing. It's like, well, here, here's twenty dollars. I'll just play pinball for. So five the next hours.
1: time I visit you or you visit me the handsome boys are going to Chuck E. cheese
0: yeah and we're gonna fight <laughs> let's rumble baby
1: fuck yeah <laughs> well as great as all of this stuff is and we're taking a little walk down nostalgia lane there is a specific reason or reasons that we're yeah. talking about Chuck E. cheese tonight
0: because they're creepy even though they're are creepy, they? well we've all decided that they're cool right like you and i yeah. like them we think it's cool <laughs>
1: We've yeah. all decided, the handsome boys have decided for the hu- humanity at large.
0: <laughs> thumbs up, Chuck E. Cheese. And they're like, whoa, guys, we were about to throw all these guys away. Let's see,
1: I was looking at, I was going to say, me and you were looking at humanity, and humanity's like, I don't give a fuck what you say Go, about animatronics. Yeah, yeah, you, you take our vote. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so for the universe, Charles Entertainment Cheese, thumbs up. You spare. Mm-hmm. You live to yeah. death. Um, yeah, no, I think they're cool, but they're, they're, they're soulless, and there's like a, an uncanny valley weirdness. And they're like little glitchy, like.
1: Now, let me let me ask you this, right? Yeah, there's uh, we're recording this in November of two of uh, 2023. There's been a lot of movies in the last year or two specifically about evil animatronic Chuck E. Cheese type shit yep. before you saw like it, as best as you could separate it in your mind before you were told or shown that those things could be creepy. Did you ever think that?
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. You didn't There was always one that was broken. There was always one that was off. And when they're broken, they're... Really- covered in
1: what looked like pizza sauce.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it was usually the wolf with the um, ventriloquist puppet that was like a little... Fu- they are both fuzzy dudes. Um, mm-hmm. And usually the fuzzy dude was broken, so he's just like... Bleh, bleh, bleh. And it's just like a guy with a, a <laughs> corpse on his hand swinging it around violently. Oh, that makes
1: it even better. I, see, I don't remember ever thinking they were creepy. I remember there were times in my life where I thought a doll was creepy, but I think I already knew about Chucky, so I don't know like I couldn't tell you chicken or the egg in that situation, mm-hmm. but I don't remember ever looking at an animatronic at Chuck E. Cheese or something or like Disneyland or wherever and being um, like, "Oh."
0: I almost got set off there, man. You said you said a buzzword that sets me off in most occasions. Chicken or an egg? It's the chicken. It's a chicken. Lots of animals have have soft membrane eggs and then the eggs grow hard shells. The eggs grow harder shells as evolution goes on to protect their babies. So so they all they started with like melty little soft ass egg. And as evolution went on the eggs got harder and harder to protect the embryo. But lots of animals are still going through this process right now. We see it all the time. Some sharks have soft ass eggs and some sharks actually have one that's starting to get harder. And it's like turtle shells started as soft little fucking things. Now turtle eggs are starting to get hard. Like that's an evolutionary thing. So yes, Who the are
1: you? Earth. You are talking about fancy gourmet named corn. You're talking about, well, I don't know if I I take my daughter to Chuck E. Cheese because the age range of video games and the resolution of the screens. The fuck? Now you're like, oh, you see, uh, scientifically. I'm just saying, anybody who's like
0: chicken or the egg first, you're like, that's a just stupid fucking analogy that doesn't make any sense anymore.
1: Everybody who comments on our social media, please give us a new <laughs> chicken or the egg phrase. <laughs> so like, yes. if, if chicken or the egg as a as a specific phrase is no longer acceptable to at least 50% of the handsome boys, <laughs> (laughs) What could we say instead? What sort of paradoxical...
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's not a paradox. I mean, maybe if... (laughs) Maybe if you're a kid, um, yeah. So, so they're a little soulless and they're kind of creepy in that sense when they're broken. Yeah. And then you know, somewhere in the mid 2000s, the independent game developer created Five Nights at Freddy, which I missed the boat on 100%
1: completely. Mm-hmm. Yep, me too.
0: Um, and I've gone back. Sorry, and,
1: pop culture.
0: Yeah, I went back to play it. I played the first one. All right, cool, fine, fine, it's fine. Like, I have no, I, I don't really have a lasting opinion of it. They made seven of those motherfuckers, mm-hmm. like six games and like and comic books and
1: like novels. Yeah. Toys, there's a ton of action toys? figures. I know you guys know I teach. Kindergartners have backpacks of that shit, which yeah. actually is part of my favorite part of it. But we'll, we can talk about that. That there's like like horror for kid. It, it's well, it's like uh, it's like this, and and we're we're gonna talk about some movies today. And it's like it's this weird PG horror where it's almost I'm not gonna equate it to Batman the Animated Series, but like when my four year old son watches Batman the Animated Series, he enjoys it, and he enjoys it for A, B, and C reasons. When I watch it, I enjoy it for A, B, C, X, Y, Z reasons. Yeah. So we're both watching the same shit. If you were to ask us to explain it, we'd explain it differently because of how we view it. And I think both the game and from now what I've seen in these movies, or specifically let's say specifically the Five Night at Freddy movie my kids saw like kids at school the students some of those students saw that movie but they saw it in a I think a slightly different way than I did and I think there's nuances and stuff in the games from what I understand and the plots and oh, stuff that oh, you and I that. would get but they don't get so oh, there's nuances I, I like that I like that it's yeah. complex enough they to have it, layers yeah they call it the lore <clears throat> the lore I, I like that I think that's cool I'm not saying that I, like, I don't know a ton of Five Night at Freddy's lore but I like Like that, there is Mm -hmm. a property, a franchise that has these layers that people who love the game, regardless of age, are into. Kids like it because it speaks to them on this. Um, And you and I like it because it speaks to us on this. I think that's a cool idea.
0: For those who don't know, the game is basically a um, GG horror version of Red Light, Green Light. Mm -hmm. You are the person in charge of of the stoplight in this game, and when you are looking at the monitors of the security cameras at Freddy's, Fazbear's Pizza, it's Red Light, and nobody can come and get you. But things keep popping up, and you have to go switch the lights on, oh, turn the generator back on, do this, do that, and when you're looking away, the animatronics get closer to you. Green light, and it's just that game that we used to play as kids. Red light, green light, ah. and then if they catch you, you know, game over. And that's basically what that game is. But buried within it, there's lots of like mini games and odd things that tell deeper, darker stories. And people have spent hours on the internet. When I started getting into this, and we'll get into it a little bit more when we start talking about the movie, um, the first thing that came up on YouTube was the quick version, Five Nights on Freddy Lore. That video was eight hours. (laughs) (laughs) Ha (laughs) Ha <laughs> <laughs> I, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole dog.
1: It definitely seems like a, oh. a, a rabbit holy thing. I just haven't had the time, but I've been flirting with it.
0: Oh, man. Um, don't spend the eight hours, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Let's <laughs> Let's go in chronological order. So so the game comes out. The game comes out. When does the first game come out? I will and find it's a out. hit.
1: It's a hit. Okay. Like, everyone likes it. It's a big thing. It has a lot of followers. And then, like Aaron is saying, it has this, it's a franchise that becomes multiple games now, seven or eight games at least. And there There's toys, there's backpacks, there's all this other shit. Now there's a movie, but it's steeped in lore. And I think all of us as fans know that when you have a deep, deep pit of this shit, it's really easy. Like he's saying, Rumi's saying gets stuck in a rabbit hole because he's like a tourist. But when you're into that, if you're into that first game or the second game, and then they start to really... Expound on that with levels of stuff, it's easy to get lost in that and have that become your thing. So, I think then it really gained traction as like a fandom, as something that you could celebrate and wave a flag about.
0: Sure, it came out in 2014, so that's when the game comes out real big. Um, people have been wanting a movie of this year, but mm-hmm. like it's an independent game with a weird premise and a very kind of a complicated plot because from the base top level of that game, there really isn't a plot red light, green light, it's that simple, but there's a lot to it. Then, um, skip all the way to 2019, when we get the first iteration of one of these movies. And it is not a Five Nights at Freddy's. Instead, it's a different beloved childhood uh, franchise called the Banana Split. This is the Banana Splits movie from 2019, R-rated. Some South African film company got the rights to the Banana Splits franchise, Sid and Marty Croft From Hanna-Barbera,
1: and, Hanna and it was H- Hanna-Barbera.
0: Hanna-Barbera and Sid and Marty Croft, and made an R-rated um, like, slasher animatronic Killer animatronic move.
1: Now, and, do you yeah. do you know the banana splits from childhood?
0: Like, like only because commercials of them came on a Hanna Barbera hour. Okay, I would. I was not so just t-
1: tangentially aware. Right.
0: Exactly. I, I was. I, the only reason I saw that is because I like Scooby Doo. I did mm-hmm. not give a shit about the Wacky Racers. Um, uh, you know, Gobble Shark or whatever his name is. Jabberjaw. Jabber, dumbass. That guy Gobble Shark.
1: It. Gobble Shark was his nemesis. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jabberjaw. What a what a three stooge knockoff he was. He sucked.
1: Well th- I don't remember watching the banana splits, but I remember knowing what they were. Sure. And there was some live action interstitial stuff. And then there was a cartoon and like, I don't remember watching it, watching it. But I remember when I learned about the 2019 movie, I was like, that is fucking genius to market a movie to people who are in their thirties and forties, a horror movie based on something that they watched as a kid was fantastic to the point where Aaron, you and I made an episode for the show about children's premises that would be great as horror. Like I know if you remember one of yours, I know one of mine was like if a bunch of kids broke in to the old dilapidated Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse yes. and it was like in the context of that and they're like finding these fucking chairs that are alive and Pee Wee Herman is a crazy old slasher in that house now. It's taking that premise and turning it into a rated R. Do you remember any that you had? Did I do The Crow?
0: Or no, Harold and the Purple Crayon is yes, one that yes, I did. Yes, 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 Harold yes, yes, Harold and the Purple Crane because that's some existential nightmare shit this kid travels into a void that he can create with his mind but you're a child so it's like you have unlimited imagination imagine suddenly being gifted the the ring of power you're now the now a green lantern but you're not old enough to understand like, like you can create dragons and snowmen who are your best friends but you can't remember how to make food because you're a kid like Harold in the purple crayon he's like I don't know how to get home it's like you have ultimate power dude it's like I'm just gonna live in here and he draws himself a house and you realize how sad it is because kids don't see the big picture of how to use their imagination to solve problems. (laughs) They're like, I can make friends, I can do that, but I can't eat anything here. so I'm going to starve to death in the void. Holy shit, Harold and the Purple Crane is terrifying when you think about it.
1: I think like if you take that as a premise, right, to rated R, horrify something that we grew up with as a friendly, kind childhood thing, number one, I think that's a great hook. Number two, you automatically have a nostalgic investment because we all read that book. We all watched that show. We all saw that movie. We all went to that pizza a place. And I think you automatically have a built-in curiosity at least, fandom at most, where you're like, I fucking loved Pee-Wee's Playhouse. Now you're making a rated R horror movie out of it? And we are that exact demographic. So when this movie came out, I was like, fuck, that is awesome.
0: It's so funny because so many reviews on here, the ones that are negative were like, you ruined something I love. It's like, was it really that precious to you? (laughs) That you can't (laughs) That it can't have like this like gnarly rated R version of it. Like, I think that's brilliant. But here's another brilliant thing. The Banana Splits is a fake band, right? And they did this fun childhood thing. It was fun, fun, fun. The monkeys is is a was a manufactured band back in the day. And their first thing, We Are the Monkeys, they made a movie. They were, you know, a Beatles ripoff, whatever. They're manufactured. They had a TV show. They had movies. Their second movie was called Head. And it it was purely all about BJ joke and it starts with one of them like committing suicide like and it's a super dark like fucked up monkey is it
1: a BJ related suicide
0: yeah, yeah, and it's they they <laughs> made their movie called no 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 no, no, no. <laughs>
1: oh he said yeah yeah and I was like what
0: so, so they wanted to make a sequel just so they could say from the people who gave you head awesome the whole pre- the whole reason it's called head in the first place and you're like what what are you doing monkeys and they're like fuck it we want to have fun too and be fucked up so this hey with the monkeys like, yeah this worked um well, I watched this last night um in preparation for this even though we pushed we pushed I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna do the homework I'm gonna stay up late and watch this movie. I watched it with my mom and Kate love it. And they liked it. And, and you? I, I, I liked it a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It has a lot of caveats, man. In the context of what we're talking about, this movie, this specific niche of of animatronics who have come alive and start murdering, like, child entertainment animatronics that are now murderers. <laughs> That's how specific <laughs> this genre is. This is mm-hmm. a sub-genre for all subgenres. This is the best of them.
1: Interesting. Okay. It has the best kills, the goriest Agreed. kills, for Agreed.
0: sure. Um, It has the best kills. It has the goriest kills. It has characters that I most am like like, oh, I hope that fuck gets it. Or, oh man, I hope those kids are okay. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. most invested in those characters. All of these movies have problems. I don't think they've done it right yet. I don't think, of all the ones we talk about, I don't think any one of them have, yeah, nailed
1: it. I agree with that. And I think this one has the most fundamental problems because I think the reason this one is not better is because as a movie, it's wrong. It doesn't, like, it doesn't work correctly as a movie. It's almost like they took the, the way that I would, I would explain it is they Took the instructions sheet and put it together kind of like how my wife would. She wouldn't read every instruction; she would just look at the picture and be like, "Okay, so you put this scene next to this scene, and that explains that." You're like, "No, it's not just that's not how you do a movie." So, like for example, here's my best, my best, um my best use of this is there is a bit. So, so this movie proposes that the Banana Splits is a long-running TV show, and that there are at three full life-size animatronic characters that interact with an actor. In a four of them, there's four of them. Oh, yeah, four. So, four animatronic characters and a human, and they're a band, and they they do this goofy stage show that, um, is is shot live in front of a live studio audience. So this family goes and they watch this, and the puppets break down and go crazy and kill everybody. Great! That's that's everybody. a great buddy. That's a great. That's a great premise. It's a great pitch. <clears throat> At the beginning, when you go into this studio to see the taping with the family, there is a bit as part of the show where two kids do like a double dare type of uh, challenge, yep. and they're going on the slippery slope, and there's like you know they have to walk around. A um, track that's slicked with, like, I don't know, cornstarch or some shit, molasses. Yeah, yeah. Like- and they're slipping all over, and there's cartoon noises, and everybody is laughing.
0: And then they're throwing and- pies at them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're throwing the, 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 animatronic characters, the cartoon characters are throwing pies at them. Then they have to balance on a thing and uh, then they have to jump and grab a key. First of all, none of it is explained. Now, I'm smart. I, I have a graduate's degree and I understand how TV and I understand how Double Dare works. I don't need you to spoon feed it to me. But why? What is like? It just seems so weird because I don't remember what the scene was before it or after it, but they're non sequiturs. So you're like, oh, okay. This show that you've already told me about also has a challenge version. Okay, fine. Now, if you've seen a horror movie, you know that this is Chekhov's challenge and that this is gonna come into play later. And right? it's cool.
0: But so so and and I think this movie just needed a better edit. I think the movie did everything right. I thought the actors were competent for, for a horror movie who you know who cares? They're fine. Mm-hmm. Um I thought it was shot really well. I thought it was actually really well shot Agreed. Like the, the cinematography yep. and it's fine. But the movie opens and immediately makes a mistake. It shows the banana splits inside of a TV doing blah, 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 and the camera pulls out of the TV And then slowly pans across a nondescript, boring ass living room to find, oh, our main character, female, sleeping on a couch. Oh, wow. You just spent 30 seconds panning across this room. (laughs) Just cut to her sleeping. I was like, I I bet we're going to find somebody sleeping. My mom was like, you could, you just can, they can just cut to the woman sleeping. We don't need to see this pan. Like it was taking forever. And the movie was full of things like that where they're like, I need you to see this boring ass living room. Or it would like, it would show two characters walk off and then pan down to the floor. And we'd be like, what were we supposed to see? Was there something on the floor? Did we, was the floor? Yeah, place? yeah, yeah. Is the floor going to be in a character in the next scene? Like it would do these things where or just linger on things for too long. And, but like not in a way that aided tension or did anything. The movie was horribly paced because of that.
1: And it was every, very badly paced.
0: And every it, time it started building up momentum, we're like, oh yeah, here we're getting going. It would do something where the characters are just like, scream come to there the was
1: at, at the end these these two grown ups are forced somehow forced to run this obstacle course that exists for what reason they do the exact same things the kids do but when they fall they grotesquely break their wrists yeah their fingers are all
0: bent backwards yeah
1: it's, it's, it's a great idea but i and maybe it was budget like that one specific could have been budgetary you could have shown me an obstacle course that could have a lethal edge to it somehow i think it was a missed sequence but i see what you were trying to do the what in the introductory scene or so when we meet the family and the main one of the main characters is his little boy it's his birthday and he's the biggest banana splits fan he has which is never explained he has a um extendo umbrella like when you collapse an umbrella and then you press the button so it ch- ch- shoots out they took one of those they pulled off the umbrella from the top and put like a spray painted yellow tennis ball with spikes on it Sharp and he, spikes, he yes. holds it up and does like an excelsior type move and presses the button and it extends and again it's clearly telling you hey this thing that looks like a child's toy is going to be a weapon that's used later it's i mean it is blatantly broadcasted but there's no re- like it just looks like a weird ass weapon. So you're like, why does that kid have that? And then at the end, when he uses it to defeat one of the animatronics, you're like, that was the best you can come up with. Like you were in a room, a writer's room, and you're like, all right, the f- the main kid needs to have something that we establish in the first scene, and at the end, he whips out, and it's part of his the whole the whole thing is the character is like a nerdy kid. Yeah. but
0: I'm, I'm just like literally, they're like, and we get to this page. Oh shit, the thing we we establish we gotta use it it well. may as
1: well have been a switchblade though like you couldn't yeah. have come up with something that was a toy it couldn't have been an actual umbrella it it just looks like a fucking scepter with spikes on it it makes no sense and I see what you're doing I get what you're doing I was with you I understood it but it just seems so ham-fisted uh, there's a love story in there where the, that kid's older brother is hitting on the yeah the page page to page the man the the the, the guy who plays this teenage whatever son looks like a stoner dropout I'm not even sure if that's what they're going for but that's how he delivers all of his lines he there's a page who becomes like one of the heroes of the story and she kind of helps the family once there's danger he kind of half-assly hits on her for absolutely no reason and like we all saw the prequels we all know how George Lucas and company told us that Anakin and Padme were in love without showing us any inkling of that this is worse he just hits on her she reacts to it and he hits on her badly and that's part of the joke she's supposed to like be cute and think it's funny that he tried and failed so she's interested we've seen that before but he fails so hard she's interested for absolutely no reason and And that becomes important later
0: and then at the end when he's like hey can I get your number and she just kisses him we all went boo we were booing it because and
1: again it's like I see what you're doing there. We've seen that before. We've seen it work or at least half work. There was nothing in that relationship to make it seem like a relationship. You just went through the motions. So it's like you looked at the instruction. was like, okay, the awkward boy, you know, makes a bid for this girl who's out of his league. They flirt with it all through the movie. Yeah. And at the end, she comes around. Okay, we've seen that before, but you can't just put those characters together. You got to write and have them act in a way that makes that work.
0: He just, he didn't have any acting chops. She, she was pretty good. She was a decent actress um I, I like the kills in this movie though i gotta say i gotta Big say time. most of them pay off most of them i know you you're like everything you said about that like the obstacle course where they're breaking their fingers not wrong but i really like that they're falling and breaking their fingers i would never seen that in a movie before where people are like slipping and falling and that's what's causing their like mm. the, their death by a thousand cuts is like broken fingers that's and
1: garland. all of those gags in that's in that scene worked I just wanted yeah. the scene to work. That's I guess what I would say. But you're right. right, that of all of these type of movies, this for sure has the I don't want to say fan service, but when you're watching this movie with a bunch of friends, these are the gags that you're gonna oh. cheer at. Oh, nice. Yeah. Giant I mean, giant lollipop down the throat. Oh
0: yeah, that was great. Cause at first I was like, that's not fitting down his throat. And then they show you, Yeah, that's not fitting down his throat. It's great. <laughs> like a big old like imprint in his throat. And then a, a giant hammer to the face and her eyeball pops out like like fucking Negan's style
1: guy Uh, with his face on fire flipping his whole head on fire flipping out one of the animatronics is literally dancing from foot to foot in front of him yeah that was great that looked awesome doesn't
0: die the rest of the movie yeah yeah yeah. and like whimpering i'm like oh Mm.
1: savage brutal Uh, dude. people ripped in half
0: Saw it in half as a magic trick. That was, again, poorly edited, but like, cool, you ripped the guy in half. And, and they showed like, it,
1: they pulled him apart.
0: That was the part that, that did it for me. I was like, Agreed. Oh, if they don't open that, I'm going to be kind of like, this was kind of a weird thing because the whole time it's like, just walk away. Just walk away. Why aren't you walking away? Walk sideways. <laughs> walk to the left. Walk to the right. <laughs> there were so many moments where like a banana split is chasing somebody and they obviously could go any anyway, which It's a Prometheus mm. idiot running as the spaceship rolls right behind <laughs> It's like, go, go to the left. Just go, go, go right. You could go both. Either right. way, it's wide open, <laughs> but they're just like running in a straight line because they're terrified. Um, but then they, you know, they show him get cut in half. I was like, great. Um, it, it's solid, man. And and again, there's parts of it that I keep coming back to. I'm like, I like that. Um, one of the things that I hate, those is they look like people in bad costumes, which that's what the banana splits did look like. So mm-hmm. it gets a pass from me, but barely. And the only reason it gets a pass is because it has precedent.
1: Because it what? It has
0: precedent. Like the banana right, 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 right. in the TV show, that's what they look like. That's yeah. what
1: it looks. So it is faithful yeah. to the original source. Material and I also like the the extra step of towards the end. There's a couple Terminator-esque gags where that's cool. One yeah. of the animat one of the faces, you know, because they look like big mascots. If you haven't seen these things, they look like mascots. One of those faces gets damaged, and you see like the Terminator eye and some cyborg shit underneath. One of the hands gets ripped, and you see a metal hand. That's what I signed up for. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's it, it. You know, to sum it up, like the what you just said is, you were like, I like that part. I like that part. I could tell you a lot of parts that I liked, I just didn't like how those parts assembled to make a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. You had had the idea, you had the means, to a certain extent, at least.
0: Good shitty movie Sunday movie, though. I think this has enough going for it that you get enough people in a room. This is a really good time.
1: I agree. And it's one of those things where they're having fun, but they don't think they're hot shit. Where, like, you watch a shitty movie Sunday that's, like, about a killer fucking laptop, and you're like, it's, I know it's not going to be funny because you think it's funny. Like, you're like, look how clever we are that we made a killer laptop. How, and they, you know what I mean? It's like,
0: rarely, rarely does that work. You, you really like, I mean, I can only think of a a killer uh, unicorn coming off of a, Coming off of yeah, a carousel <laughs> yeah you're where, right.
1: Where I was like, you
0: are actually being as yeah. Cover. This is actually He's pretty great. good.
1: Yeah, you yeah. Um, which, but they were trying. They were trying yeah. to make a movie. They weren't trying to do it funny or che- cheap. Dude. They were trying to make it cool. And they, I would say, at least half succeeded with that. And I think it's worth the watch. Like you said, especially if you get a bunch of like-minded friends together, it, it, it's fun and it's worth it for the kills. At least I would think. Mm,
0: big time, absolutely. Good makeup, good kills. I like it. Um, brief carousel uh, side. Um, going around. on on Instagram, there was that this clip of a kid. and He goes ah, and the car comes towards him, and then just as the car hits him, there's a very obvious switch to a dummy, and it hits the dummy. And everybody was cracking the fuck up about it. And everybody was like, "What is this movie? What is this movie?" And I and I was able to hop into a comment section and be like, "That's Karis Hell." And people were like, <laughs> "Yeah, what? You knew that off of like less than two seconds." Yeah. I was like, "Ah, uh, not only did I know it off less than that, I own the movie." In yeah, I was like I have copies. it on
1: Blu-ray. <laughs>
0: yeah, have it on Blu-ray. Two different copies of it because. Uh, had to get that sweet cover, um, mm-hmm. the limited edition cover, and uh, yeah, they got a sequel coming, and people are like, what? And when you tell them what it is, they're like, oh, I thought it was just a really bad movie. I was
1: like, mm, it is. But
0: <laughs> it knows that, and it hopes you have fun watching it. And yeah. go watch- And like, I hope I got people to watch Paris L. So good.
1: <laughs> There's now a second and a third. The second one is not nearly as good as the first. The third uh-huh. I haven't seen yet, but... Um- uh-huh.
0: <laughs> but let's move on to 2021. This is mid-pandemic, baby. Um, I literally just had a baby when this movie uh came out. Um, so yeah, I have no job. I have an infant, and I have just moved into my brand new house that I'm in now. And this movie, Willie's Wonderland, comes up and it was shot in Georgia, real close to me. So my friends worked on it. Um, and it's a super low-budget movie in the same vein as Five Nights at Freddy's, but got good old Nicky Cage in it.
1: When I heard of this movie, Nicolas Cage is stuck in a Chuck E. Cheese with all the animatronics trying to kill him. I was like, that's going to be the best movie ever. Like, I'm sorry, but it's almost like if you were like, Matt, (laughs) name a movie that you want to see. I would be like, that's fucking great. Nicolas Cage. I wish it happened in the 90s, but okay, Nicolas Cage fighting uh, animatronics. And then I saw like the art from it like the promo art and the posters and stuff and I was like okay those I I want them to look more like animatronics and less like guys in suits because like you just said about uh, Banana Splits the Banana Splits look like guys in suits but they have since the 70s so like you said that's kind of following a design aesthetic that was already in place yeah but these ones look like costume they look like mascots
0: they they do but of the three movies like I said I think Banana Splits is probably the best made this one get the um, prize for like tried this one gets a tried the hardest prize like this one sure. gets, gets the partition participation prize that you want because i think this one has the most soul in it this one has the most heart in it um because mm-hmm. like i think banana splits had had some it, it had more money than this movie for sure but um i i want to say this about Nicolas cage really quick yeah he's fucking great 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 but Nicolas cage is like bacon from a couple years ago where everybody was like fucking bacon rad bacon so bacon beer bacon sriracha bacon guys hilarious right bacon, Oh, it's a mustache with bacon on it. It was the same time that like mustaches were like, oh, hilarious." Um, like everybody just thought bacon was making things better. Not Kevin Bacon, just just the meat, like fried pig, fried pig ass. That's what they thought was like just the the funniest thing, and if you could slap bacon on it, you were hot shit. I feel like Nicolas Cage suddenly became the bacon of everything. It's like, "Oh man, Nick Cage is in, it. it's going to be good." Whoa. Nick Cage has been in a lot of stinkers, guys. He doesn't automatically make something awesome. He's a good actor. He's a Great actor. Some of the stuff he does is fantastic. Fan fucking tastic. Nick Cage being in a movie isn't just doesn't make it awesome to me. I, I agree with
1: that, but let's reserve just say the
0: judgment for him to tank a movie by being. Oh, he could
1: tank and he has, like you said, for sure. Yeah. But if you and I, if we were doing launch pad casting for Willy's Wonderland and someone gave us a list of all of the, let's just say, male American actors who could potentially do that part I would make three piles definitely knows maybes and I would give him a shot not necessarily I'm not saying cast him right off the bat but but I'm putting Nicolas Cage in the absolutely could do this and I would watch that movie pile
0: he makes this movie better absolutely and and again I think I just got a little annoyed that the second this came out everybody's like the cage is in it and I was like I don't give a fuck who's in it it's not and this happens with everybody like people like oh my god Leonardo DiCaprio's in it I'm like I'm tired of his baby face looking like He's about to cry in every single fucking movie he's in every goddamn movie I hate Leonardo
1: DiCaprio and bacon so much (laughs) (laughs) guys listen let's all everybody that's listening right now and myself included let's make a pact if anybody has access to a time machine and the movie (laughs) Willy's Wonderland please somehow put bacon in the movie (laughs) have Nicolas Cage be eating a bacon burger while he's taking his break or something but we need to get roomy on a bigger rant about bacon
0: <laughs> Nick Cage is gonna make a movie it, it does ramp up the unexpected factor like mm. which which Nick Cage are we going to get is going to be like like moon dance Nick Cage I bake bread gave me the big knife or are we going to get um uh, uh, uh bad lieutenant shoot him again his soul still dancing
1: <sighs> and which Nicholas and I think this is an interesting choice not necessarily the one I wanted but which Nicholas Cage did we get oh we a got completely a, a completely silent, silent Cage? he which, says a, I think he says one or two words maybe the whole movie I, mm-hmm. I think
0: he says nothing does he say one word at the end
1: he might I don't even remember but it was- wasn't that impactful but okay
0: i i love that he took this role apparently he got the script read it and then like a day later was like yep like he got it on friday monday was like i'm in don't change anything because i guess producers and like handlers were trying to be like oh this should happen this day he's like nope i don't want to say anything i don't want anything to change um this movie do you know who open. one
1: of the producers was who the main male lead in killer clowns from outer space
0: that's right and he's mm-hmm. in the movie and too. he's a producer yeah,
1: yeah he's in the movie for a heartbeat, but. Uh, uh, yeah, he's and he apparently he's like done a bunch of shit. I didn't realize that.
0: Well, you know who else is in this movie? The sheriff, the mom slash sheriff in the movie. Mm-hmm. um She is the teacher who gets her ass beat by a ruler by Chucky and Child's Play too.
1: She's one of those in every movie person. Like she's been in so yeah. many movies, and she does a great job. She got a good part in this.
0: Yeah. Um. I, I. It. Look. This movie has so much heart going into it, and it does a lot of stuff well. I think you know. I think I pinpointed exactly what it's missing. About a million dollars.
1: I think that's true. I think that's probably true, and I think that's fair. Um, we have we've we've danced we've danced around it, but the plot is Nicholas Cage is driving a super fast car. He runs over a spike strip. Uh, this tow truck comes and gets him and says, "Hey, it's going to cost a thousand dollars to fix your thing." Nicholas Cage doesn't, and he says, "I only take cash." Nicholas Cage doesn't have it. He says, "I think I can help you out." He hooks him up with this guy who owns the old, dilapidated Willy's Wonderland, and he says, "Listen, if you stay in here all night and clean all this shit up, I'll give you a thousand bucks to fix your car for you uh, stay in here all night so he stays in there all night and while he's cleaning you know slowly we and then he starts to see these things doing weird shit and then they get more and more violent more and more confrontational until he has to fight them one at a time meanwhile there is a girl whose adoptive mother is the sheriff and she hates Willie's Wonderland and she and a bunch of her friends know that the things in there are alive and they go there to blow it up and set it on fire and up going inside and kind of helping him through as the plot is kind of revealed it is it's explained that it was like they were the the people who used to own it were like killer cultists and they were using the place as kind of like a front to do cult murders of families and then when when they were found out they did like a ritual suicide that let their spirits go into the animatronics there and the town realized this is my favorite part the town realized that that's what happened and would bring them essentially sacrifices so they They were bringing people who didn't have enough money to fix their cars or whatever to Willie and his crew as a sacrifice so that Willie wouldn't fuck people up in the town because that's what he was doing, which Which sounds awesome.
0: Sounds awesome until you realize these things can get their ass kicked pretty easily. And the town has just (laughs) been like sacrificing thousands of people to these animatronics. When It's like dude, Nick Cage killed every single one of them with his bare
1: hands. Right. The Child's Play Woman is pleading with them while holding a shotgun. And you're like, he literally beat one to death in the bathroom. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it it, it it it's it's fun. It has decent. Uh, there's not that many kills. Most of the kills are suggested. Most of the kills you see. De- there's after over the fact.
0: 22 kills in it. In, Can you remember a single one of them?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Is there really over 22? That's literally the number.
0: I I, I rewatched the the dead meat uh, kill count today. James mm-hmm. A. Genese thank you for being my research portal. Uh, but like, it, it, and he goes through all the kills. A lot of them are. Oh, and then they murdered this family and then just cuts to like four people on the floor with blood just sprayed all over. there's a
1: lot of people on the floor with blood a lot of people on the floor with blood and And i think that's what separates this from the last one
0: yeah that counts as a death when you're trying to count how many people are dead in a movie but like of number of kills you get to see there's like a handful of them there's a good mm. there's an okay decapitation there's an impalement that's kind of cool. You know, a guy gets impaled by a big foam sword. Okay. The best kills in the movie are are, are Nick Cage like ripping the tongues out of these animatronics.
1: Which is at, le- at least that is good and that's fun. And that is something that Banana Splits did not have. Uh, but I like that that idea is like, you can go over the top from dusk till dawn, bloody gore, black oil spitting everywhere because it's not a human. It's not an alive thing. Yeah. Um. The, the character designs are all over the place, which I guess maybe that's based on how you're describing the original Chuck E. Cheese. Maybe that's a nod to that, where it's like a knight, an ostrich, a Mexican turtle, a mm-hmm. weasel, um, mm-hmm. a chameleon, which I thought made yeah. no sense and does not look like a chameleon until you realize she can change colors and has a tongue that lashes out you're like okay that's kind of cool there's a vixen that's like a a, A a sprite or a fairy yeah which which it's we I mean like okay but like it,
0: it, yeah looking at the original Rockefeller and a gorilla a gorilla and, and a gorilla yeah um here here and here's the problem with these ones and I guess it, you know again it makes sense but uh, uh, I guess the problem I have with all of these none of them look like animatronics from a restaurant they mm-hmm. all look like so like again is it the clown scarier when he looks like a clown or is it the clown scarier when he looks like a demonic clown mm-hmm. these ones are trying to be scary to an sure
1: example. I agree with that I agree with that and it's I They don't. It doesn't sell as well as animatronics. I'm gonna. I don't want to jump ahead, but like the the design of the characters of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise, both in the games and in the movie, it's from what I understand and from what I know of the games, the design of those characters, the animatronics in the movie, are very close to what's in the in the video game. Those look like animatronics. Yeah. These things they just are, they look like people walking like robots and that's not to shit on it it's not to say they did a bad job but it looks like people in suits and like you're right it doesn't read as animatronics yeah. as much as it does like almost mascots. But, but then, you, exactly.
0: But then when you they kind they, of fight, accept they turn into straight up people. It's just like right, so right, right, a right. dude in a mascot suit fighting. It's very strange. Um it's it's kind of weird. But again, I'll give them credit. I like I I will give this movie a lot of wiggle room, a ton because to have such a low budget and be like going this hard and getting Nick Cage and like really pulling it off to the best of their ability. I'm trying to give it as much as it can, but again, it can't build up steam and it's not delivering on certain aspects that it that it's promising. It's trying its damn best and I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. Um it, it also was doing this thing where like it was it was committing to this bit where every hour he's taking a break and he's gonna chug a purple pop mm-hmm. and play some fucking pinball. And they stick to that bit maybe a little too hard. And I don't know if I like, like I do like it. There is a part of me that's like, that's funny that he does that. Even when he's kicking a creature's ass thing I'm gonna go play some pinball and the creature's like, the fuck you are, and he's like, Coming for him. And he's like, Okay, time's up, boom, goes back to kick its ass. Like, I kind of like that, but at the same time, like it also just deflates the momentum when you're
1: in it's it. the same thing as you said, like you panned over, you spent 30 seconds turning the camera to see a girl on the couch. Did we need that? Yeah, this is a good enough bit and it works, but like could we have used something better
0: yeah. in there? I, I, and I, I, I don't know again I think a, a, a better budget more time to make your movie is going to always help so um,
1: but you stuck. say I didn't look this up but which movie has a bigger budget this or Banana Splits because Banana Splits felt and looked a lot cheaper than this I, did
0: I felt cheaper Banana Splits felt cheaper I think
1: so yeah because Banana
0: Splits had a huge set budget was in a massive stage
1: it looked to me like they were just scraping sets together to make sets whereas this one I felt like we were in a Wally's Wonderlander uh, Wally's Wonderland
0: seems to be like a under five like well under five million I think this is like a two million dollar feature and I think one of those went to I think Banana Splits is like a four million to six million Mm. dollar
1: I just feel like that this felt at least like they appropriated the funds better than Banana Splits in my opinion Mm. and I'm not in any way going to say that this is comparable to Evil Dead I'm not saying like Evil Dead was I think groundbreaking etc etc and like deserves the historical praise again But when you watch Evil Dead, I don't think you spend any time thinking about, oh, for having limitations, this is a really good movie. I feel like the same thing is true with Willy's Wonderland, where you're like, they had limitations. Nick Cage is the only person that, well, him and the mom are the only people we know. It's, you know, you're in one location the whole time, for the most part. I think all of that shit together makes for a pretty pretty well-done movie where it's like, we've said this before, you sat down, you listed everything thing that you had all the things you had at your disposal resources and you use them well to make a really good movie. I like this one way better than Banana Splits. This one might be my favorite of the 3, but oh, I like really? it more than Well, I think like you said, both of them, you could put on with a bunch of friends. I think the friends will walk away from this one feeling more satisfied. I think we'll rah, rah, rah more times just because the action sequences, are, I think, are more fun and enjoyable. Even though the kills in splits is better, I think this is a more fun ride, I guess I'd say. I,
0: I think you're right. I, I, I actually will agree with it. For me, Banana Splits is the best of this subgenre. Like, if you're going to say, the, but if you're like just put putting movie against movie, like, yeah, Nick Cage does bring the fun in this. And again, it's like, I'm not against Nick Cage. I'm against this, like, Service that everybody just like like sure sure like fuck yeah bacon you know. <laughs> um, yeah yeah uh, so yeah I guess I could get on board with that but uh, I, this just had I don't know there's it fell short again just like banana flitz banana splits there's something that didn't quite push it over the um the finish line mm. um but I did I definitely did like you know I love pinball uh I, apparently uh that the that producer you mentioned the guy from um from uh, uh, uh killer clowns killer clowns has the pinball machine now and I'm like man.
1: Oh, cool. You know what the funny thing too is I watched that two years ago. Mm -hmm. I watched banana banana splits. I think I watched that when you and I, I think that's what actually gave me the idea for the episode that you and I did with purple crayon and, Mm. and Pee Wee Herman. I was ho hum on both of them. I wasn't against them, but I wasn't like, I need to own them. Then I have actually, before the movie came out, even before I knew the movie was coming out, I started playing five nights at Freddy's, like maybe six months ago, let's just say around there. Yeah. And I'm in no way an avid player. I play once in a blue moon, but I love, love, love love this premise of these killer robots in them for whatever the reason it doesn't matter which movie or what mythos they are doing but I love that idea I got so into it just playing that game a little bit then the movie was coming out I was like oh this is awesome when I watched five nights at Freddy's that one I liked I am not saying it is great I am not saying it's without fault I am not saying it's the movie I wanted to see but I like that one I was like this is way better than those other two then that I watched five nights at Freddy's maybe a month ago Since then, I bought and watched both banana splits and Willy's Wonderland mm-hmm. and love them both more so I don't know if I just went literally went full circle and came back and liked it more because it was on my mind more but I think I appreciated it more and had more fun with them both after watching Five Night at Freddy's now I don't know if that's a cause and effect relationship or if that's just how I
0: Five Nights at Freddy's became the like the the opening act for you they were the warm up band
1: yeah I, can't, I say, well now here's the thing now I have to rewatch because it was the rewatch that got me on the other two movies so, so I gotta rewatch Five Nights and see if I like Freddy's
0: according to IMDB Willy's Wonderland had a 5 million dollar budget which I don't believe but okay Five Nights at Freddy's has a 20 million dollar budget I believe that unbelievable it's crazy mm-hmm. to me but okay um, Five Nights at Freddy's yes the final finally realized realization of the very popular video game franchise uh, came out uh, this year 2023 uh, I saw it and um, yeah you know it did a thing I don't like it didn't not a fan? I'm not mad that I watched it but like Mm. when you've watched Banana Splits and Willy's Wonderland and this can't show you any blood Mm. that's that's I don't know makes it does make it rough but again this is a PG-13 movie and it's at a completely different audience little kids went and saw this movie this is this is an intro to horror this is a stepping stone to horror and somebody does get bit in half I do give them credit for like biting people in half Mm -hmm. it also deals with a lot of like kids getting like abducted and put inside animatronic Mm -hmm. cool my biggest issue with this movie is I'm watching this movie and I'm like, man, I'm I'm on board. Early on, I was like, okay, all right, all right. It takes like 40 minutes before any one of these animatronics really do anything. Mm. Mm, that balloon's getting pretty low. Mm. Okay, it does something. So I give it a little balloon pop, it's up in the air a little bit, and then all of a sudden we get to the scene where the little girl's like, They're my friends and they're playing with me. And then they have a montage where they build tents and they just slap that balloon all the way to the floor and stomped on it. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't ready. think
1: about it, but I should have thought that you would hate that.
0: I, I am ready to turn the movie. I was I was out. I was done, done, done. I don't care. You, you, The second they were no longer a threat, the movie's stupid as shit. Mm. And now now I just have to watch this like happy fun time bit. And, and like, yeah, yeah, but there's kids souls in there. Cool. But now they're good guys and they're not going to kill anybody in here. And now we have to wait until we find who the real bad guy is. What a waste of my time for
1: the next. But point. didn't they try to kill the, the brother figure after that fact? Yeah. <laughs> But but they're the not the brother figure played by Peta Peta from uh, Hunger Games. No, I I, it's, I just it's Paul just
0: Futterman t- from the Future Man Show now. <laughs> He's so much he's better just,
1: in that show. He's not a bad actor. I've seen him in a lot of stuff and he's fine, but he like just him. looks so physically little that I can't believe him as a grown-up, even though he kind of has some salt and pepper hair going <laughs> here. I'm like, "Aw, Aww. Is um, it is it dressed like your dad day? You look like a little boy going to school being like, I'm a grown-up now.
0: How I feel about Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: <laughs> no, that's not true. This is how you feel about Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm sick of his baby face looking like he's going to cry all the time. Who does he think he is bacon mustaches fuck leader
0: <laughs> who does he think he is dick cage uh um. Yeah so Five Nights at Freddy Just did a huge miss right when it was Crucial to like
1: keep... yeah I Get that
0: right when it was really crucial to, to bring me back on board it like Kicked me out the door and was like this is not For you sorry man this is for little kids And I was like that's fine I hope it scares the Shit out of some little kids but like mm. It's like in a haunted house when you're building that Tension and you need to like really Hit somebody with it they gave you a breather When you needed to double down on it Being scary and they didn't mm. and, and None of the people were making choices that made any sense. like that was all really really dumb so I watched the movie and I'm like fine it's fine it doesn't it, I'm not mad at it but it, again I'm not I'm not gonna buy it I'm not mm. gonna I don't I don't ever need to watch it again but right after that I was like well did I miss something is there something to the games that explain more of this that make this like oh maybe it's better if you played the games which again that doesn't I hate it when you have to do homework to like right right yeah, yeah I shouldn't have to and I don't think the movie made I think I think the movie actually really did stand on its own pretty well then I I spent more time than the movie was long watching YouTube videos about the lore of five nights at Freddy and holy shit. It is so deep. There's all this stuff about like, cause the game goes into a lot of things where like it makes you play these weird, like eight bit Atari style, um, cut, Scene-esque mini-games that Mm. tell a piece of a story, but tell you no information about the context, the timeline, the characters. It's just like here, here's this thing. Is this kid crying? Oh, he gets his head bit off by Fozzie Fazbear. Who is that kid? I don't know. But as you play all the games, you start to figure out: oh, this is the the chomp it's an event. It's a specific event that happens in all the timelines because some of the games do the Godzilla thing where it ignores this game. Mm -hmm. You know, and and there's some retconning involved, and then there's you know whose kid is trapped in what animatronic when, and and whose grave was that outside the house? There's so there's tons and tons of very um specific lore that you're like, well that's interesting, crazy that people got so into Red Light Green Light that you wanted to like dig it all that up, but like great, that's like cool, good for that, good for that game manufacturer man, that's the best you could hope for that people are obsessed making eight hour videos about the silly little like Easter. You hid in the shot in your game,
1: right? any any um, jewels that you found in that eight hours that applied to the movie that that I'm not going to say made the movie any better for you but anything that you're like oh okay that actually works as a nuance or an idea or something
0: no everything they did in the movie was basically explained the way it was and like in the game they just it's like they just kind of combined a lot of characters together like who's the purple man who's the orange man they're like well here's this he's 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 Matthew Lillard all right here we go mm. and I thought
1: that was a fun thing at the
0: end yeah man that was great and his his death was cool and that That is something that happens in the game. That guy gets trapped inside the bunny costume and then, like, left to rot for years and years and years, but somehow it keeps him alive and he doesn't die. Like, all right. Cool, yeah. you know, but like if you're gonna come back to the genre, if somebody's like pick a movie, it, it's movie night. the 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 theme is you know animatronic kid restaurant child casino bullshit. Which when you pick in I I would have to go with Banana Splits or Willy's Wonderland for sure.
1: I agree. I think, <clears throat> like I said, watching Freddy's the first time a month ago it was right after Halloween. I think yeah. I was uh, right before Halloween. Whenever it was in relation to Halloween, I said, oh, this is better than those other two, but it makes me want to revisit the other two. Yeah. Now having revisited the other two. I think both of those are superior to this one for different for different reasons. Now I need to rewatch this one to feel like it's even and kind of figure out where I would place this guy. Mm-hmm. But I like it. I like the concept and I really do as a as a teacher of little tiny kids who were wearing backpacks of murderous animatronics. I'm fucking down with that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it, it, you know what it is. It's like it feels kind of maybe it feels like it's passing the torch. Mm-hmm. This wasn't my movie. They didn't make this movie for me. But I can kind of, um, like, like a Jedi spirit, kind of like watch the next generation watch this yeah. Because they think, like, tell me this, Rumi, right? Me and you are, are you, what are you, 39, 38? How old are you? 39. So we're roughly in our 40s. I'm 41. If we were fucking 10 and we're having a sleepover and we yeah. pop this bad boy on at 8.30 and our parents let us stay up to 10.30 to watch it, we would yeah, right? think we were fucking kings of the world, right?
0: Dude, it, this this is absolutely gateway horror. And
1: it's great yeah. for yeah. that. I, I love I think I love and appreciate it for that.
0: Yes, I, I can absolutely get behind that. I also think there's this interesting bit about, um, you know, the animatronics look like animatronics. They mm-hmm. still don't act like animatronics. I think there's a lot of times where they're just like, oh, hey, what's going on? And they all they don't really walk or move. Sometimes they're doing it, but sometimes it's. It, like, I don't know, there's just always something off about the animatronics in these, but they at least look the part and they look very legit to the game that they're based on. So props mm. um, of all the costumes in all these movies. None of them are as scary as the actual original Chuck E.
1: Cheese. <laughs> Look on our social media for those because when Rumi sent those to me today, I was like, I don't even remember seeing. Like, I remember I have in my head some images of ones that were there at the one in Long Island, New York or East Meadow, New York, where I lived. I, I know what those look like and they didn't look great, but they didn't look like these fucking disaster pieces.
0: The original OG from the 70s Chuck E. Cheese is that. Is horror, and it's because somebody made something thinking they were making something fun for children, but actually were making something horrifying. That to me would be impressive. If you made them, if you, if you, if somebody is going to make another knockoff of Five Nights at Freddy's, um, that's what you need to strive for. Don't try to make it look terrifying like Willy's Wonderland. Don't try to make it look like you know. Super animatronics like they did in Five Nights at Freddy's. Try to make it look like they did for the OG Chuck E. Cheese. That uncanny valley where it's like, I don't think I want to give it a hug, but I'll watch it sing stupid songs. Cool. <laughs> right? That would be the key. Mm. That uncanny valley thing that's just like, mm, it's not right. Do
1: you, you like, think you'd like Five Nights at Freddy's, whether it's the concept or the movie, more if just the design element was changed?
0: No, because that was really strong. I I, I I, think you just, I think I just needed to be, and like, I think is, like, I don't even think it need. you need the gore because the implied terror of it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, there's something that just didn't engage me.
1: Mm. See, I and think I don't, know, I don't know that I need the gore because I don't need gore in horror, but I, I think I I think I need gore in this movie, or at least kills. I need to see kills.
0: Amp them up. There, there weren't enough for sure, especially when there's so many in the other ones. There was only two or um, three,
1: I I think I, I
0: definitely don't like there's plenty of movies that are scary. that don't need gore. This didn't have an, and like five nights at Freddy's, what makes it scary? You know, the, the, Constant creeping up on you. I don't think this employed even what made its its source material scary. I don't think it knew how to do that right. And there's lots of yeah. movies that do that really well, like Halloween. Like there's so much of Halloween. Halloween is pretty damn bloodless, man, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Very low key kill count, but a lot of him like stalking you is scary. Nobody like seemed to do any research of how to make a scary movie when making this, and it, it relied really heavily on this premise that there's like children's souls in these. Animatronics, which is fucking creepy. Child I agree that,
1: uh, I agree that's probably the creepiest part for me. The yeah. part that I thought was the most effective, as far as uh, creating suspense and leaning on suspense and making me feel tension, yeah. was that specific plot. Um, and we, I don't again, I don't think we've blatantly said it, but I don't know if this is true to the games. But in the movie, these. Um, these these animatronics move around and do shit, and we find out it's because through a lot of shit, and there's these dreams and revealing dreams that keep compounding on each other. We find out that the owner of Freddy Fast Burgers, Fassbenders, <laughs> Freddy the, Fazbears. The, so, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Freddy Fazbear is the owner of that, who's Matthew Lillard, we, which is a big reveal at the end. Spoiler. Spoiler um, alert. We find out that he was abducting kids and killing them, but yep. their souls, he was putting them in these dolls. The
0: corpses. Their corpses yeah, to, hide, are there,
1: yeah. to hide the corpses, he was putting them into the uh, animatronics and that made them inherit that. So they're killing grown-ups and quote-unquote bad people, but not hurting quote-unquote good people and kids it's a little it's a little gray um but let me ask you the game at least the game i've played two games now of of that series both of them are you are looking at different things trying to catch the creatures right like you said red light green light and one of them you're doing it on a um monitor and to check the monitors you no longer can see where you are it would be akin to putting on vr goggles so you no longer see where you are in that room. Mm-hmm. When you put those goggles down, sometimes there is, when you lose, there's a jump scare where the, the creature, the animatronic jumps in your face and there's a loud noise. It's a great jump scare, but you're waiting after that happens the first time. Anytime you play that game, you're waiting for that. So when you check this monitor, when you turn on this light, when you look through this door, it's that, ooh I turned it on. Is it going to jump at me? No. Okay. I'm safe. Now I got to look this way. When I look this way, is there going to be something there? How do you think that translates from the medium of the game to the medium of film? Is it just creating some really good jump scares on the screen? Which
0: you, yeah, you could easily do that. But I think there's also these things of like breaking the expectation because like you said, you're expecting it. So a movie can do this great thing where, Oh, I'm setting you up for this and now I'm subverting those expectations. And now you're really scared because you don't, don't know where I've left you. Mm. Um, I saw one of the best versions. Here's a, here's a great example. So, I uh, w- Kate and I watched Fall of the House of Usher, which I thought was really good. I really like Fall of the House of Usher. Um, it's a Mike Flanagan joint, so tons of monologues that people hate, but I, I was on
1: board. Wait, I, I didn't I was... see it yet. Are you gonna spoil anything? Y-
0: you think like me saying this dude toots in scene one and everybody laughs. Oh, uh,
1: now I know.
0: Uh, uh, no, it's not a spoiler. You're probably right, not go gonna like it, but it, it, it is what it is. So,
1: should I take it, my headphones off?
0: No. No, there's a scene where um, two characters um, are looking for a resurrected ghost. I'm 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 embellishing, so it's not a spoiler. There's a there's a zombie ghost in inside the house, right? They're following the footprints. It's raining outside. The power's out, so so it's dark. And the lightning, You see the footprint. The two characters are talking to each other, right? You as the audience know. Oh, we're gonna see it in a flash of light, right? The two characters are talking to each other and you see a flash of lightning, it's not behind that character, but in the flash of lightning, you see the character's face drop. Oh, fuck. It's behind the other character. And when they cut back to him, it's dark behind. So now what I expected Mm. was the flash of lightning to reveal the zombie behind character, the the character number one. But now I know it's behind character number two, and now I'm just waiting for that lightning flash to happen. And just when it's about to happen, it cuts back to character number one's face, and you see them get more scared. And she's like, Nice, "Ah, okay. ah, ah." So now you're really kicking it in. So then it cuts back to the boy and he's like, what, what, what? Boom, flash of lightning. And it's the zombies right behind him. That was brilliant because you know what's going to happen. You know what is setting up, but they subverted the expectations. Later in the show, every episode has an amazing jump scare set up within it. Every episode, bam, 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 bam. Then you get to an episode where the main character goes, the ghosts are just waiting and she' going to jump out and scare the fucking shit out of me. And I'm going to fall on the floor screaming. And you're going to be like, what? Who's here? What did you see? And i I'm going to look like an asshole and you're like they're calling out their own jump scares mm. that's brilliant like so five nights at freddy's based on a game that is basically red light green light full of jump scares didn't know how to do jump scare right like they didn't i don't think they were whoever made it sorry emma tammy I bet you're really nice and you made a decent movie but like what else has she done? The Wind, Left Right Game, Into the Dark TV series. I don't know. Not a ton that I've seen.
1: Nice try Emma and Tammy.
0: Emma, Tammy. Um, Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's didn't didn't deliver on good horror craftsmanship.
1: Well, like I said I gotta give it another watch just especially because you and I are now comparing these three movies against each other yeah. and I watched the other ones twice so I feel like just to be fair I need to watch it again. Sure. But I don't, for me, I don't have many marks against it of other than that it didn't have enough of things that I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. I wanted more kills. I wanted more action. I certainly wanted more gore or visible kills. Like, our complaint about Willy's Wonderland is that a lot of kills are just dead bodies on the floor with blood. We barely even got that in this one. There's one good kill that we see, like the we see the kill happen in a shadow, and it's enough to show me what I wanted to see. That's and great, then we see yeah. a pair of legs hit the floor, right? Because someone yeah. get bit in half. But it's not gory. That was fine. That's fine. But that was the only One in the movie, and I needed two or three more of just that at least.
0: There's also plenty of times. You know how we would watch like a Batman the animated series. I was going to. I was going to compare it to that. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah. There's plenty of times where you could have played that up a little bit more. Where like we didn't have to show
1: me, but
0: but this almost worked so hard to not show me anything. I'm like, I've watched enough TV to know that if you don't show it to me, they're still alive. So is this guy going to pop up at the end and be like, surprise, you thought I was dead, but I'm alive and here to help? Mm. Like, is there going to be that going on? Like, there's a ton of things where you're just like, man, you are working so hard to not show it to me that I'm feeling kind of ripped off. Um,
1: I almost feel like, and, and this might be true, but I'm, I don't know if it is, it almost feels like they were trying so hard to craft a good movie about these child abduction and murders and cover-ups because I feel like that, to me, is more memorable and, like I said, created more of a sense of dread than anything with the animatronics or the actual um quote-unquote current in the timeline of the film mm-hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, the the current context of things I wasn't really as worried about the animatronics as I was about where these dead kids are and what happened to them and how it relates to the main characters
0: I don't think that's where you want to be when you're making a movie about killer animatronics
1: I agree it should be about the killer animatronics
0: well and the second they were making fucking table forts and bring around the Rosie I was so pissed off
1: I I was waiting for that to turn on its ear I was waiting for something to happen in that scene that lets us know or lets us or the main character the main dude know hey something's copacetic here. And, and but they, that I, wasn't I guess like they that. do
0: cuz I remember like they go back into like no 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 we can't we're not coming back here. We're not playing with these guys anymore. But like and then and then they come and get her. But like, I don't know. Did you ever I never had any luck with dogs as a kid? You know, I was always getting bit by a dog. And there's always this situation where you're like everybody's like having fun hanging out, and you're like, hey, your dog's looking at me funny. And we're like, no, the dog's super cool. Like he's never hurt anybody. I don't know how many times I heard that just before some dog snapped at and fucking like like took chunk out of my leg. So fucking like I think you could have the had the dog moment where they're like having fun and ring around the rosy, and then all of a sudden Fazzy Bear takes a chunk out of the brother, bite the thumb off or whatever. And then you'd be like, Oh fuck. You know, it doesn't take much to upset a ghost animatronic.
1: Right. Or mm-hmm. like throws, like if he's t- like exhibited strength, right? Like yeah. broke a table with his hand or threw a table or something on purpose or an accident, but something I, to demonstrate that, like, whoa, that what whoa, happens?
0: Whoa. I can't remember. Something happens where he's like, we're not, we're never be back here. ever."
1: I do. He, I thought it was, he gets mad. Um, Yeah. The brother gets mad because of a reveal. It's something with the girl too, right?
0: He gets mad. And then, all the all the animatronics are like, no, you can't be angry in here. Don't be mad. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Stupid. Eh. Um, I didn't hate it. Like, I no, I, super I liked pathetic. it. But
1: again, I got to give it another chance. I'm not to see mad if at it. Like, like
0: fucking like bacon. Like, or chicken eggs, chicken in their damn ovos.
1: You've had huevos. some. You've had some opinions tonight for sure. <laughs> hot
0: takes, dude. You haven't seen me in a while. I have all these pent up hot takes. I have nowhere to drop them.
1: Am I like your therapy? Like when we hang out and we talk and we show prep and we go over a sh- we do a show. That's like your your um, venting, and when that doesn't happen, you have all this bacon angst. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm sitting at brunch What's with it my with wife, and I'm just food.
1: like, it's all breakfast food related. It's bacon, it's eggs.
0: Oh man. <laughs> 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 I had a traumatic brunch experience when I was a small child. Oh my god! Now whenever I smell bacon or somebody says "What came first, chicken or the egg?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> you probably have an abducted child soul inside of you. Just, I'm just gonna say,
0: <laughs> just starts sweating profusely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Guys, let us know what which of these movies was your favorite. Which what breakfast of, food
0: pisses you off the most. <laughs> yeah,
1: and do not forget to come up with a new version of the saying, the chicken or the egg. Chicken or the but egg, yeah. I, I'm, really, I'm really interested to hear, because I think we agree that each movie has pros and cons. There's not a perfect one among them. Maybe you could squish them together and make something out of it. But I would love to know what you guys think. What are your rankings? What do you think of the, the, the high points and low points of oh, each? And what worked a, and what didn't?
0: Are you a FNAF? Are you a FNAF, Lord? Tell me, tell me more about the lore. What interest? What is so interesting and gripping about this? I, 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 don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just I can't fall down that rabbit hole. So it's like if you are a big FNAF oh, fan, oh, I could, yeah. If you're a big FNAF fan, like what is the super cool lore that you guys are like? whoa, man, you whoa, you do this. You got to check this out. This is why it's so fucking cool. Wait,
1: like, no, I, I, I mean the idea of killer animatronics is so fun to me as a yeah. horror fan. Then you add the layer that related to that, not just at the same time, but related, directly corresponding to that is child abduction and murders at a Chuck E. Cheese. To me, that is the bridging of something that's not going to happen. It's too far-fetched and fantastical, right? Killer animatronics. That's not something I'm actually worried about. But child abductions and shit, I can see that. And the idea that it's happening at a place of children's joy and party and safety and fun, surrounded by your family, no less. How fucking great to have like if you just made a movie about child abductions that were happening at a chucky e. cheese and it turned out it was the the guy who owned the chucky e. cheese you could make that movie well and creepy yeah. but the fact that you're relating those murders and child abductions and death which is hard to uh to, to watch a movie about that right that's not really enjoyable horror sometimes it yeah. hits a little close to home especially now that we have kids that's but like Bell or- I like that shit. I'm on board with that. I think yeah. that's, I, I could get sucked into that myth or that mythos really fast.
0: So, yeah, I want to hear from the FNAF fans out there. That's how all the, all the like deep dive stuff I was into. Everybody's like, just calls it FNAF. Well, okay, find it FNAF two, FNAF three. I'm like, what? Yeah. What is this word they keep saying? Is this like Rizzler? Oh no! See, and I looked at happening.
1: the other ones. I the I the Banana Splits movie. That's the BSM. If you're into BSM, let us know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, and of course, whoa! Where... If you guys like, if you guys are WoWas.
0: <laughs> if you like that whoa whoa, um, is that where I whisper real quietly and like eat something quietly on my microphone?
1: Is that? Is it BSM? <laughs> is it... Maybe I'm thinking. <laughs> no, that's SM. where I've been. That's where I'm... I'm thinking S S-N- That's
0: where I've been a naughty boy, and I need.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think BSM is is that isn't it
0: no that's, i'm thinking of asmr i don't
1: know, i like <laughs> i'm thinking of nktob
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i spelled that wrong but
0: Zip. <clears throat> anyway <laughs> You know what to do. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Pod, And our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Did I say Twitter? I meant X. I'm sorry, Twitter. Don't kill me.
1: I like anyway. to think that some of our fans are like, wait, what do I follow them on? What is Twitter? What
0: is Twitter? Oh, man. You mean... Yeah, like. <laughs> I hate anybody when somebody's
1: like oh, we're losing subscribers, make- bro. Yeah,
0: I, I, oh, I tweeted this out the other day, and somebody's like, you X'd it, or like, what, what are we doing now? What is the, what is the verb action? <laughs> of- right, yeah. <laughs> tweet made sense. What am I doing now? Dropping x's? <laughs> I took a big old verbal thumb shit into x's, into x's receptacle and hit send. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, we're on all that stuff and on YouTube. Check out.
1: I think my shirt has gotten less, like, I don't know if I was just sitting. Oh, that's what it is. If it, if my shirt is wrinkled, it looks fucked up. (laughs) It looks like Leia and Chabba had a baby. It actually looks like a nuts. And that's not a I fat hate, <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: That's not, I not hate a fat this. joke. That's yeah. purely just a... That's
1: just, what it is, what it looks like. But then what it's like, I think I bought it a little too big. I didn't want my actual sexy body to show through Leia's sexy body. I that, thought that, that would screw seems, up a lot of people.
0: That seems on brand with you, dude. <laughs> I'm just going to buy this like a size and a half too big. <laughs> Me give me that double X though. um yeah hit us up on all that stuff like I said uh Saturday mornings 1030 Pacific 130 Eastern half hour of horror with Aaron McLean over on block of horror check out what block of horrors going on we're doing some fun stuff over there a lot of fun uh things happening uh over on block of horror we're doing wraith episodes for uh December and um yeah some cool stuff in the works for 2024 uh we got some fun stuff coming up for the holidays man we we gotta we got we got we gotta die we, we still haven't even gotten to talk about like the fun holiday horror movies. Uh I'm excited for the new John Woo movie coming out, man. I um,
1: saw yes, a John Woo theoretically Christmas one. I don't know if it is it's or not. But.
0: John Woo Christmas movie called Silent Night, um, mm-hmm. and fucking Godzilla, which I got you to see. I got you in that shit, bro. Yeah,
1: that was super cool. Oh. How did you? Well, we'll talk. We'll, we should do a Godzilla episode when that comes out. You could tell I me. I know.
0: That. I know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to see it. See it opening day, which makes me want to cry. But I will be seeing it in this opening week. How about that? We'll get there.
1: Okay, that's acceptable. I think you're gonna like it. I think you sh- you should be excited.
0: Um, both of them come out on the same day, so I'm like, do I want Godzilla or John Woo? <laughs> Obviously Godzilla, but you know. I am double feature. I don't know.
1: You can see both. They allow that. (laughs) My my
0: Barbenheimer is a Godzilla John Woo movie.
1: Silent Zilla. I
0: I hope we both get to watch John Woo too because um, Silent Night, because I am a huge John Woo fan and have actually a pretty pretty decent uh, knowledge of his library, of his early shit too. I'm talking bullet of the head time, killer's time. I'm talking well before anybody was like, Broken Arrow. He did Broken Arrow. No. Uh, 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 (laughs) Mission impossible to boo face off yeah face off face off fuck yeah man mm-hmm. but like no nah, his good good stuff i'm talking hard-boiled baby double guns and doves while you're holding a baby shooting up the fucking hospital <laughs> saving those babies one baby at a time fucking love me some hard-boiled john woo is a bullet ballet so.
1: those babies in that scene i looked this up on imdb they yeah. all grew up to be doves
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're the doves that prince things about when they cry. i know <laughs> <laughs> Let's blast this thing off, dude.
1: All right, but we've got an animatronic blasted off. <laughs> <laughs> we both did it the same way. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. at The top of the show, right? We like we both knew not to do it in one fluid motion. We both stop motion animation it all the way up. Oh God,
0: oh, I love it. I love oh, it. Um, also, guys, if you um, want to deep dive YouTube, go look up "Pop Lock and Drop It" by the Rocket Fire Explosion. Some guy found a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic completely together in a junkyard, brought it home, rehooked it up, worked years restoring it, and just so it could play "Pop Lock and Drop." It though.
1: So. <laughs> Oddly enough, all the children in his neighborhood started to be missing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when you watch it, you believe it. Um, actually, it's super impressive and hysterical. So yeah, hold that up. <laughs> if
1: you had the wherewithal and the knowledge to do that, you would have to put some, like every 14th time you played it, it would say something evil, right? Say something
0: like, evil. Oh, I would literally program it to run out of batteries and start doing that Teddy Ruxpin shit where it's like
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or I would program it to like there was off and there was standby. And if it was in standby mode, every once in a while, the eyes would just move Oh my loudly, God. loudly.
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs>
0: My brother had a little robot that could like throw a ball with you or like play baseball with you. Like it would throw and you could hit the ball or, um, and he would throw it to you or he'd hit the ball off like a little t ball thing and you could catch it. He thought it was the coolest thing, but like it was Christmas <laughs> and that thing sitting there and my aunt sitting next to him and she says something like What a stupid thing. Like, it's just so weird. And it just went and looked right at her. And we all went, oh,
1: child souls. Child souls is the key to reanimating those those robots. For sure, there was a missing kid inside there. Oh, my
0: God. So good. Anyway, hit us up, guys. Till next time, we're the Rocketeers, and we are oh,
1: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have a look